because it was a good hypothetical. Uh, this is your podcast for learning about um, things to sell online, uh, you know, a lot of niche thing. Um, the riches are in the, the, the stitches or, or something like that, D-Roy. Or did I screw that one up? Yeah, that's where I said, uh, don't you mean that the, the niches get you stitches? Oh, yeah, yeah. And then you corrected me. The riches are in the niches. Um, Derek and I kind of buy and sell lots of different things. Uh, I am a, a tax accountant. I file a lot of tax returns do a lot of accounting for people who uh, sell online. Um, hypothetical, D-Roy. Um, let's just say that friend A um, finds a unique group on Facebook or, or whatever book you want to call it and uh, sees some unique wrestling tickets. Um, and he knows that, hey, there's a market in that. And he addresses the, the gentleman on there or gentlewoman and uh, asks, hey, how much are you looking for these tickets? Um, and then friend B comes in after the fact, hey, saying, hey, what did you find out about those tickets? And then um, come to find out that friend A has still got some interest, but friend B has now circumvented friend A and now is getting WrestleMania 2 tickets without uh, friend A knowing about it. And it turns out it was closed caption TV, so it's not actually the event. It was like paying to go to a to a arena to watch it on a big screen, allegedly. Oh. So it's not quite what we thought, but it's still... I don't know. Allegedly. Allegedly. Hypothetical. I, it would be nice if you could let a friend know that. Okay. Uh, so we've gotten into, into tickets, and we're not just talking speeding tickets that Derek has several of. Right? I, never. Oh, yeah, and that's Pelican. Friend friend Pelican. Let me know. I've never uh, never got a speeding ticket that I, well, I've been guilty of. Professional driver. Well, let's see. I've got, I've went to court a few times. I've never... <laughs> I've never had one on my record that stuck. Okay, Let's put it that way. I, I did see a wonderful quote that really, uh, I guess, resonates with me, especially right now. Um, your friend, my friend, Mario Andretti, said, if, uh, if everything's under control, you're driving too slow. Well, that's okay. There's a lot of people out there that think that they are Mario Andretti, and they're just idiots. So. <laughs> especially oh, we were coming back from right California now. the other day. Um, wow. There's one guy that I usually keep my cool... And I usually just whatever. Uh, but this guy about clipped me, cutting off a semi, going through me like a... I was in the fast lane going above the speed limit. I was passing a semi truck that wasn't quite going the speed limit. Uh, this guy was, was weaving and, and bobbing and, and doing all that kind of stuff. And this is in between Vegas and, uh, and California on the way back from our, from our trip. And he comes up, and I mean, he barely missed me going like this and... Uh, I may have I may have had a few few words and a horn and a and a finger or Calvary that kind of thing. Howdy. <clears throat> it was it wasn't a howdy at that point, and then he went. I, I thought I was going to see the guy dead on the side of the road yeah. when he was driving. So, 
Be careful out there. I'll tell you what, my driver. There's, there's this really cool app. I wish you would have known about it. So it's called Waze. Really cool. Where did he learn about this? <laughs> I, I wish I had a friend that told me. Michael Pater, he filled me in on this. If you went to the first Vegas trip, I've been I've been using Waze for years. <laughs> and I, I got those guys all on it. And uh, you can keep talking about it. We should get endorsement deals from Waze is what we should do. Stir in the pot. I, uh, Stir in the pot. You know how you have like different, on, on Waze you get like a little car and like you start off as a baby and you progress. Yes. I'm a king with a crown. I, I believe it. I, I definitely believe that. So um, drive safe out there. That was that point. That, those are not the kind of tickets that we're referring. We're talking about sporting um, event tickets. Long way around. Yes. Uh, that's the way we do it on the show. Um, movie tickets. Movie tickets are a hot thing, especially I saw something the other day on uh, on the, the Internet about um, your favorite movie back in the Star Wars. I guess one of the original Star Wars movies um, they had, and somebody had the ticket for sale, and apparently it's a real big hit. That Star Wars turned out to be a big thing. Apparently people are into it. Uh, I, I mean, it's, I saw some tickets, so I saw the same thing you did. Uh, I went on, on the eBay, you know, because I'm like, well, I've been telling people, uh, Gone with the Wind, I've been telling people what movie tickets to get. Yes, you have. And uh, I've been telling them sporting tickets, wrestling tickets, Go look at the sold comps that are going on right now with graded tickets and uh, Nirvana, Elvis Presley. Elvis Presley. This guy might have sold a few Elvis Presleys. Might have a couple more. He might have sold some Woodstock tickets. But uh, the point is, I found like a 1978 or whatever Star Wars uh, Japanese ticket. It's like $250 raw. I obviously didn't buy it, but there there are people out there that keep things. And that might be something that's been kept. Even like, so there's like the original three, like the first three Star Wars movies that came out uh, back when you had to go to the movie theaters, wait in line. Those are like the first. So the Star Wars people have. <laughs> the Star Wars people. <laughs> I, I'm trying not to upset anybody here. But the, the first three were actually the last three, but then there's the new ones, and then there's the ones that came out that weren't that great, that were the first ones. They're all backwards. Backwards. Okay. Uh, you, can, you can go research it on your own. So when I say the first three, I don't mean the real first, because, excuse me, uh, my first three, are you talking canon? Or are you talking uh, the Phantom's New Menace groove? Or, or are you talking about the original Empire uh, comes back to, to the Force? And so, what I mean is the ones that came out in the 70s and 80s. Harrison Ford as a young man. Yes, Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones yes. going up in space and, and beating that Spock out of his uh, kryptonite. Yes, and, and bent his Wookiee. So now they're not listening at all. Because uh, they, they don't know what they're talking about, these guys. Uh, I don't know why I'm wasting my time with this podcast. Obviously, uneducated uh, two stars. <laughs> well, all I can tell you is... Because they can give me one. We don't watch a lot of Star Wars movies. Adam doesn't watch a lot of any movies. That's true, I don't. Um, but we know what sells, and, and Star Wars original type I items. mean, I've seen tickets for like the middle tiers, like they came out in the 90s to yeah, the early 2000s. There's the newer ones. The big money ones. The big money's in the original... Original three. Original three made, so... If you can find tickets on that kind of thing, they had programs. Yes. Um, Adam's been doing some I've, cards. I've got my my. It's my. I've got three more grades coming back. Three more um, things from PSA and my uh, Luke Skywalker, um, Darth Darth Walker Sky Avenger Avenger Wookie rookie cards are coming back. So I'm he, excited. He's got, his, he's got his, his Captain Iron. Yeah, my Captain Iron. So 
I'm excited about that because it, it means money. And, and I think as more people... Just list it correctly. It, don't, risk, don't list it how we say it. No, no, no we'll find no. I'll be the only one finding it and giggling, but I'm not buying it from you. Well, he said there's, there's a lot of money in, in tickets and old memorabilia. Um, and it's, it's, it's going to increase. Like I said, it, that's the nice part. D-Road, I think we're coming up on three years um, doing the podcast. Um, but we talked about, we had the guys on from Boogers talking about tickets um, and uh, we're, you know, reconvene. We, we, I know people... There's, a lot, of follow, there's a, lot of, a lot of things we need to do. I think we're going to figure out a, a better schedule. My problem is uh, you're busy with your day job. I get busy with my day job. Excuses. I got, I got another side podcast that we're doing. We need to just record on a certain day, and that way we can book out. Because me and you are going week to week on when we're going to make the podcast. Blah, 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 well, excuse, excuse. Hard to get guests when they say, what day and time would you like me to come on? And you say, well, that's great. Is it this week or next week, uh, between the hours of 3 to 5, uh, Mountain Standard, uh, well, so on and so forth? I think what we're going to have is I, I'm, I'm in the works with a new sponsor for the new podcast studio. Uh, it's going to be. I think it's going to be... The Pelican Express. Apparently, there's going to be a new airline or something. Oh, I thought it was for one of them, them new pills you were telling me about those uh, issues that you've been no, uh, not, suffering with. Not, not the vendor care. We're going to talk about the Pelican Express, the Pelican Pineapple, or something. We're, we're working on a new sponsor. We are moving into a new studio. Um, we, it's going to be soundproof. We're going to get away from the stabby part. The um, Sirens the, the are going to be gone. to the safe side of town, <laughs> yes. just by one one uh, or building one office move. Um, but and, you know, and, and if you'd like to sponsor us, and, and why wouldn't you at this point after hearing this much of this fine program? <laughs> uh, you go ahead, let us know. We'd be happy to uh, endorse whatever you're peddling, as long as we believe in it. And if you're willing to pay us, we'll probably believe in it. Well, yeah, that's good Although chance. we did, we have turned down some sponsors. Down a few, so yeah, we have. This is a family friendly show mostly, and there's some products that. Wanted to use, but we. I just couldn't. Adam couldn't, said no. I did say no. I've got my morals. And he put his foot down. They might be set low, but not that low. Well, anyway, how uh, how are sales? How are things? How how are taxes? How's everything rolling? I will tell you what. Um, I just finished the biggest flip ever. Just uh, got some some money set aside. I, I've been working on a couple of real estate things, and uh, the big flip is is over. So that's been really good for me. I uh, spent a lot of time and effort in that, kind of lacked on my eBay store, but uh, I'm pumped because I uh, made some tr- money transactions on it, working on a few other things, so that's what I've been working on, and I am in a primo good mood. I know, I went over to the bank with you, I'm not going to say dollar figures, but I saw some dollar figures, so I, I was like, well, this is how it's done. This is this is what that looks like. Not going to lie, I walked over there, didn't have a problem, I'd have walked back with a limp coming back from the bank. That made me laugh. A large wad in the pocket to kind of, you know, come back with that kind of bill. You sure that's not the sponsor we're getting? <laughs> no, no, we're just talking money. We're talking reselling. Talking the dollar bills. This this process is, is it's not just about, you know, selling T-shirts on eBay, which, you know, it gets you there. Hopefully this is opening up some minds, some opportunities um, about, about making money in, in a different aspects than working for the man. Yeah, and I mean, you said that about t-shirts, and it's just fine what you enjoy to do, right? If uh, And I only say this every now and again. Adam was doing the, the thrift store thing, and I haven't been to the thrift store in a while, but I got a pretty good death pile I've been working through. The other day, I, I woke up, and I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to start listing. 
Awesome. And I got to listen. You, you can't sell And you know what happens after I, I start doing that? You sold a lot of stuff. They start moving, man. So uh, I, I actually have, well, maybe we'll, I'll talk about this in our next podcast. I have a customer interaction that didn't go so smooth. Oh, I want yes, to talk about you, you, uh, you. working with that and then and some different things. But uh, you get listed, you kind of get in that flow. And I mean, you know, you put up even 20 things, 30 things. It's amazing. It's just kind of like when you go and they shuffle the deck of cards and you're getting all these bad hands. They shuffle them and all of a sudden you're getting, you know, 21s or you're getting some, some royal flushes or whatever game you're playing. You're getting an Uno over to Adam's house. Uh, whatever you're doing, you settle Catan. I don't know if that is there cards involved in that. Uh, but anyways, the good thing is it's just kind of like, for whatever reason, it kind of brings your store back to life. And, it does. And, I, I mean, I started getting offers. I started selling things. Things have been sitting for a while, new things. Uh, a lot of what I do is cards, but a lot of it's wrestling cards. and But also some of my older sports cards. we got the NFL playoffs starting to go. Just every, I don't know. It just seemed to kind of do that. And then, you know, I, I package up three or four things. I'm like, that's a couple hundred bucks right there. Yes. It, it motivates you. So It does uh, get exciting. And... I got a funny story to tell you. Um, I work with some great people, and um, you've created a monster, not me. Um, second favorite Brian to you, first favorite Brian to me. Apparently, he uh, is pretty vigilant about doing stuff, and I, I think he might have embarrassed his wife. Well, I, I don't ever encourage... Well, maybe I do. What, what happened with Brian and the wife? Uh, they just got back from the Disneylands, and uh, park exclusive. We talk about this uh, a lot. There's a lot of things... Before I left, there was a, I don't even know. Were you there at the same time? Because you just got back no, from Disneyland. A week later. week week later. Um, there was a. You should have timed that up and went together, and it could have been a work conference trip. It, it could have been, but it did, timing didn't work out. It should have been, because you know, the sun had a flu, and this was not good. But um, there was a park exclusive about some popcorn, I don't know, popcorn thing or something? A popcorn holder. Popcorn holder. You go and you get the souvenir type thing. I've never heard of this character, um, but it's like that's why it's worth money. Three hundred to a thousand dollars for this popcorn thing, and but apparently it was just in, at Epcot in Florida. But apparently, when you stay at the Disneyland hotels, I've never stayed at the Disneyland hotel. We stayed at we, we stayed at the hotel across the street. It was really nice. We walked there, but is it the one that has the T-shirt uh, bootleg in down in the basement, kind of on the corner? No, not, no, that's not where that. I used to stay. I know which one, the Camelot. Um, that's where Barb Dennis would put us up. <laughs> we, we stayed at the Marriott right next. It was really nice. Um, but apparently if you go and you get the right um, shampoo bottle and conditioner bottle and, and soaps or something, apparently there's a pretty good secondary market on that on the eBay. And I, I guess friend Brian might, might have uh, did his fair share of um, talking with the cleaning ladies, making friends and getting plenty of extras to the point where uh, I think he checked his bag because he had so many of them. <laughs> Might have paid for the trip. Because I paid for it. I mean, probably covered the hotel. Where, where are those going for, do we know? I, I didn't get into I'm it. I'm trying to find his store right now. I used to follow him. Maybe he's blocked me or something. I can't can't seem to find it. I was going to look at his store and see what he had in those. You know what you know for. what he's selling, so. Maybe, because I'm not seeing him in my saved people anymore, so I'm not sure what happened there. <laughs> but apparently, I. Oh, you, there he is. You can get some uh, some cash with those park exclusives, and even if it's the miniature <laughs> soap and, and shampoo bottle. If it's from the Disneyland Hotel, we've talked about this before. There's there's 
uh, collectors out there, and uh, Disney Disneyana, as they call it, is a very big, uh, it's its own category in eBay. Uh, but people want, and the, the smart thing is the people at Disney understand this, so every now and again they'll change something. So, you know, it might be a red bar of soap, and then it'll go to a, a gray or, or whatever. And if you didn't get that color, you didn't get that whatever, and you're a collector, you, you want it. So uh, people go with the, I mean, there's just these park exclusives, not only in the park, but like I was saying, at the hotel. And if you can go down and the maid will load you up with bars of soap that you can sell for 5 to $10 a piece. And I don't know what the Disneyland Hotel costs tonight. Probably, that's probably a, a good amount. But if you can subsidize that with, with doing that, why not? And make money and, and embarrass your spouse all the same time. Well, what he should have done is had his spouse follow. So he should have went down and loaded up. Then he should have sent her down and loaded up. And then set one of the kids down, and he could have triple dip, Brian. If you're, if you're next time, you got a triple dip. I, I'm guessing that, that that his wife would not do that. But that that just gave me the chuckles because um, I, I think like you'd be amazed at what people will buy from you. So man, that that uh, that made me feel really good. That that was like a good story. So if you have any unique things that you've sold or or different things, uh, let us know. Like I said, reach out to us. Help us out, get some reviews. We are we are trending in the right way. Um, our our uh, provider continually says, "Hey, way to go, guys! You continue doing this," and, and we appreciate all the people that listen to us. We see the numbers every week. Uh, we appreciate it. And we, we obviously means somebody's listening besides uh, Barb and Dennis. I mean, they can't listen that many times. There's just not enough hours. I've calculated it. <laughs> I've calculated it. But the, the other thing with Disney too, we'll just talk about Disney for a little bit because we're here. Uh, the park exclusives, there's certain items that you can only buy in the park. Uh, my wife, when she went, loaded up on some stuff. I haven't been yeah. to Disneyland in 20 years. The plushes. I didn't, I didn't get there. Plushes, bags, hats. Uh, but one thing that people do is they buy, have you seen the pins? Yes. And they collect the pins, you trade the pins. I could not believe it. We were there, uh, Frontierland. They had uh, apparently a pin trading. There were people that had several pins on, on their little lanyards yep. and things. So. That was new to me. I didn't know that. And there's a... So if you look around the, the Orlando slash L.A. area, uh, sometimes you can find um, kind of like an outlet where they get rid of the pins that just didn't sell or might have a few deficiencies or things like that. And you can find them for pretty cheap now to buy them at the parks. You're looking anywhere between $5 on up to a lot of dollars. And if you find the right exclusive ones and, and you know, retired, discontinued, all this, uh, I mean, those things go for hundreds of dollars. So... Um, a good thing to do before you go is get on eBay and you pre-buy a bundle of pins, maybe some generic ones or whatever, and then you go to the park and you're trading them for ones worth money. No one's going to tell your kid no. If your kid goes up and wants to trade for the, the exclusive Mickey 5 or, or I don't know, whatever the cool one is. I mean, um, I think there's, I don't know what they call them workers, but they call them like Disney presenters or something like that, entertainers. They have an official title. Uh, I think there's a rule that they have to trade, or if you ask them, they can't say no. There's a whole culture to it, but uh, if you load up with these uh, right pins that you got for a couple bucks each, you go to Disney, you find the right one, you trade them, you get a couple $25 pins. Uh, there's ways to subsidize these trips, Adam, and as you know, you were just there. It's not a cheap place to go. No, it's it's there's there's a lot of things. I, I, I don't know. People already understand where my, my stance is on the Star Wars stuff, make money at I think Disneyland. Last time I've been in like twenty years ago. I I don't I don't know why you get a season pass to Disney. No, well, because you live there. I guess so. It wasn't it wasn't 
I don't know. It didn't, didn't blow my scare up, I guess. Well, it's not probably... You're probably not the demographic. You're probably not. You're, it you're, probably wasn't built for you. You're right. But I enjoy it. I mean, it. You, you don't know pop culture. You don't keep up with movies. It's not really your thing. You're right. It's not really my Some thing. Some people are saying, I don't know why you'd go to the, uh, you know, the Holiday Bowl, the, the Fiesta Bowl, Bowl, the Rose Bowl. The most famous parade in the entire world. But there's people who go to that Disney Electric Light Parade at night that think that's just as good. I'm just saying it's just not your thing. It's to, fine. To, to each is their own. Each their own. There's money in it. There's that's, money in the Rhodes Bowl. There's money in Disney. That's true. And, and uh, yeah, I don't know. We just, just a lot of good, a lot of Did fun you ride things. any rides? Yeah, I got, on, I got on most of the rides. Yeah, You know, I did Splash Mountain. That was fun. That was enjoyable. Was it the new Splash Mountain? I don't know if that was a new one. That's the same one that's been there. Well, what happened is they overhauled the, I know, at least the one in Florida, and they sold a lot of the, the merchandise, and they, they turned it into the Princess and the Frog. No, no, it's still the old. Okay, were they selling the the things from the old one? Uh, I don't. Because those go for good money. I don't. I don't know. I didn't. I just. So you need to do your pregame homework. I did not do my pregame homework. You need to know what you're after. There was there was not much pregame homework. There was a, it was a quick trip and it got cut short and we had to drive home and it was it was a good time but yeah it was it was old uh, so SoCal Adam they're gonna start calling you. I, I did hit hit SoCal two weeks in a row and um, I'm I'm done with there for a while so. No, I mean, you know, have fun selling what you like and, and realize, um, get your death pile, get rid of, because I, that's my problem. I went back and getting ready for the year-end stuff, did some tax information, looking at my um, my, my purchases and um, excluding this one large one that I, I just had to go through, which it substantially, <laughs> substantially helped the, uh, the P&L. But prior to that, um, I had a lot of purchases and, and some sales to offset it. But I'm working on that. I think I'm working on a bundle deal. Here's what you need to do. You need to hire somebody to list for you. Because you're good at finding the stuff. You like that part. You like getting the stuff. You don't mind shipping the stuff. No. Your you're, uh, you're bottleneck, you're, the hard thing for you is, is getting the, the, the listing done. I've got about 500 cards. And you got some, the absolute like, value. Oh, yeah, there's definitely value. I think you have them do all the drafts. You go in there, you set the price, and it's... it's. You, so here's my question for you. Here's my conundrum, okay? I've got a pretty good-sized death pile, and I know my stuff is worth money, okay? Would you, you know, kind of, not cherry-pick, but leave some good, you know, money on the, you know, some meat on the bone there, and let's just say I bundled it all together, you know, let's just say I put... 300 cards out there and said, hey, here's this batch of stuff. I want three grand for it. Are we talking graded raw? Graded. Graded. Just, here we go. Here's three grand for all of it. Now, you're looking for a local? You're looking on eBay? I'm looking for a local, probably a local person. So, for that, you're going to have to uh, probably do a marketplace or some of those deals, but you're going to have to have a lot of pictures. Yeah. And you're going to have to be willing to take a lot of questions. And a lot of offers, a lot yeah. of people coming to, you know, look at it. They might be looky lose. They might be like, "Well, I really just want this one. Will you just sell yeah. these three? Uh, yeah, you're gonna have to work with that. Man, I don't like that. And if uh, if you were to do the eBay, you're gonna have the same thing, kind of. But somebody will probably just pull the trigger, or I mean, you know, online wherever you decide to do it. The thing is, if I'm gonna go to the point and take a lot of pictures, I might as well list it myself. Exactly. Uh, one thing you might want to do is get a hold of, I, I know everybody, Phil, there's a few other people. Yeah, Maybe look even up to, you know, Idaho down to Vegas and just say, hey, I got a bunch of these cards. Uh, maybe a consignment deal. 
you want to buy them straight up, I'll give you a deal. I, I know some people on the uh, Instagram. There, there's some places where people might be more interested in buying just bulk and just uh, flipping them for you, knowing that they're getting somewhat of a deal. Yeah, I don't. I, don't know. I just I've got I've got some things to do. You're you're right. I, I should. Uh, I don't know. I just. I still think you hire a kid for, uh, you know, 15 bucks an hour or something like that. I do have an intern coming in next week. Yeah. Got an intern. I know. You've talked week. about it. We've heard about it on the yeah, show. Yeah. Young man who wants to learn accounting, and he's going to have to pay for <laughs> He's going to learn how to list on eBay. So that's going to be his accounting lesson. <laughs> and when he's done here, he'll send him over to my house, and I'll, I'll pay him some significantly less, but he'll get double <laughs> double the value. Double. He'll get a lot more on the job learning, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you do have some unique items. I mean, we have other friends that sell even more unique items that... Unique? Yeah, there's nothing wrong. I mean, sometimes you got to stand out from that crowd. Yeah, that's that's true. Or stand up from the crowd. Yeah, either way. So, <laughs> no, I, I think you just got to figure which route. I mean, how do you want to accomplish this, you know? I, I don't know. I, I just... I want to get. I want to clean some things up. I, I want to, you know, kind of. But you definitely need to start, yeah, moving, moving some of that, or else I, you're just. Uh, I guess, I, but I just need more time. Like I said, I was focused a lot of my time on these other types. I had to have a talk with my wife yesterday. I think it was. And I said, "Hey, all this, uh, all this right here in this, uh, you know, this closet right here, they got mainly tags and prices. They're not listed yet. And if I was to die or something happens to me, don't sell them for what they say. They, the sticker value is on there. They're worth a lot more. Just." Uh, Make sure that if and when I die, that you uh, you get more than what that says those are worth right now. The, the problem is, is, is just like, I can't, I saw something the other, like, your death pile is going to be an interesting death pile, because you have a value on some things, and, and the reality is, is somebody's going to come in and score one heck of a deal at the, at the, the D-Roy garage sale, that's all I know. At some point, I mean, so, going back to tickets, a year ago... Um, I had that Elvis ticket up. It was an Elvis 1977. It was a ticket after, after, he died. after he died. Concert didn't happen. Uh, graded PSA 9. It was one of the higher on the on the uh, graded side. And I put up for $1,300, and, and people thought I was nuts. They said I was crazy, you know. I get a lot of that, of like, what you're out of your mind or whatever. Sold the other day. Now I look, tickets are at that price. So I like to set, you know, I like to set the you standard. You are I like to say this is what it's, I, I, the same person that bought that ticket would pay me 13 would pay me 700 I mean, yeah. or, or, or 300 or whatever. I, I don't know what the range was when I put them up, and a lot of that I don't look at. I just say, hey, this is what's worth to me if you want it cool, and if not, I'm, I'm good with keeping yeah, it. For, you know, Elvis isn't going down in popularity since he died on the throne uh, 50 years ago, 40 years ago, whatever it's been. Great, great uh, comparison. We've talked about this in the past. They're not, they're not printing out new tickets to Elvis shows. Buying, Spoiler alert. Buying, um, you know, vintage, established, or <clears throat> do you spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on Zion Williamson, who's in his second year and broke his leg, and he's going to be Greg Oden? You lost a lot of money, you know, value. You know, who knows, could come back, but... I mean, it's, it's risky Speculation. Reward. It's what, what are you comfortable with? What do you know? Are you modern day watching the NBA, you know, 24-7 and you know every move? You're down to the training camps. You're reading the reports. That's your thing. If it is, speculate what you know. Yeah. I know Elvis was very popular for his time. I know that Elvis isn't doing any more concerts. And I know that tickets for Elvis aren't easy to come by. Yeah. So when I was able to score a few, I sent them over to our friends at, I guess they're our friends still. I don't know, people over at PSA. Uh, they were our friends, though. We're probably frenemies. That's what the kids call it when you're friends and enemies. Gotcha. Uh, but 
you know, come great and come back. You have to do, uh, there's a few, yeah, you yeah, gotta jump for a few hope, a few hopes, hoops, you gotta do a little something, but uh, at the end of the day, a sell, it's a good sell. Like I was talking about earlier, you know, there's just all sorts of things, like tickets, uh, cards, we talk a lot about that. I saw some VHSs I about bought the other day. I did it. They're still, they're, they're wrestling VHSs. Uh, I don't know if I want to get them graded. I don't know if I want to go through that. But then you go and look at some of the solds and where things are going. I don't know. There's just a lot of ways to, to, to make, make money. To make money. And right. it's just where do you want to focus and what do you want to do. And it's fun when you, when you sell those items. It's fun when you realize I got this shampoo for free and I just made $25. Five dollars. Oh yeah, anything you can get for free is great. It's it just it is that thing. And there's a lot of like lost and founds or like community free cycling events and stuff where you can go get clothes. Adam's kind of not into clothes, but he's been in there and he just learned it's not for him. Some people love it. Some people are into fashion. Some people like those trends. Uh, if you can find the right T-shirts, I got a T-shirt. Um, not but ha- there used to be a, a thrift store, you know, about a block over from here. Yep. And I was in there, and I got it for a dollar. It was a it was a Sepultura, uh concert shirt from like the first tour. Uh, Sepultura, for those of you that don't know, or or uh, heavy metal band that were popular in the, the late nineties, early two thousands, I believe. Um, I just knew about it because a kid that I went to high school with uh, was always wearing these kind of shirts, and he was into that kind of a thing. So I thought, well, for a dollar, I can't go wrong. Uh, I, and this was back, you know, six seven years ago, whatever it was. I, I got it from there for a dollar. Put it up on eBay. I asked a hundred dollars. I think it was a hundred dollars, and it sold. And when you can get something for a dollar and sell it for a hundred, I mean, you know, that, that yeah, opportunity's fun. out there. It's yeah, crazy. It's fun. You, you, you act like you won the lottery. You just start strutting around, and a lot of it's bored. You get a, a pair of shoes for ten, you can sell them for forty, or a, a t-shirt for for five, and maybe you can get a twenty out of it. But every now and again, you'll find these things, and and it keeps you going, and it keeps you motivated, and and you can say, well, I don't like Star Wars, I don't like tickets, I don't want to pay to grade things. I get it. But there's other ways, and you know, do it. Yep, have have fun making money, and then uh, keep doing it. Like I said, that's the whole thing. We encourage it. If you've listened to this podcast as long as you have, go like try it. It's 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 a one of those fun things that you get to figure out. It's it's a real life business situation. It's a real life education that there is value in a lot of things. You know, and you're gonna the second your mind starts ticking to it. You're going to see articles. It's going to come up in, in your different feeds. You know, there are some people say, oh, there's a huge market swell of resellers and secondary markets for clothes. Like, they, they're all, like, filling up. It's just not true. There's so much money still to be made. There's so many markets and niches that have not been filled. Yeah, there's, there's, there's people coming into it. But with those people, they, they realize they come in pretty heavy. And then you realize the work that actually is involved it's easy, but it's not easy. You gotta deal with the money. You gotta deal with the shipping, and and they'll they'll fade out pretty fast too. Uh, some people stick around. We hope you guys stick around. Hopefully, you're not gonna just fade out. But it's it's kind of like a, a real life treasure hunt. Yeah. Uh, did you grow up watching like uh, Swiss Family Robinson or or uh, the Goonies or Indiana Jones? Um, you guys. You know, there's there's these shows. Uh, I know some local people around here were doing a treasure hunt during the summer, and everyone yeah. would get into it for like ten grand, and they give clues, and you kind of like a big scavenger hunt. This is kind of like a secret scavenger hunt, but there's all these clues, and you can figure out what you want your treasure to be, and there could be a, a big pot that you're after, and along the way, you find little things to keep you going. But it is—it's a treasure hunt. Sometimes you find things in storage units, sometimes you find them in thrift stores, 
Sometimes you find them already listed on, on eBay or somewhere else online. Or on the cleaning lady's uh, cleaning cart. Yeah, and uh, I mean, and you can store it, and you turn around, and you, and you turn it into your treasure, and it, it's cool. So it's just fun stuff, and I don't know, D-Roy, you gave us some great information, and with all that being said, there are two things in life that are for certain, buddy. Death piles and taxes. Be right in front.